everyone, and welcome to Eagles 360 here at the Novacare Complex in our Xfinity studio. I'm Dave Spadaro, along with Joe DeCamera, and it's the hump day. We are getting ready for the New England Patriots, a chance to see Tom Terrific with a depleted cast of characters around him. And honestly, Joe, I don't think it matters for the guy. Now, look, Brady's amazing. He's not, I mean, he might be the best of all time. Dave. He is the best of all time. I think I'm ready to go there. I Last year in the playoffs, I was still Brady-Montana, kind of equal-ish. Montana with Hall of Famer Jerry Rice and yeah. great receiver John Taylor and great running back Roger Craig and great tight ends in Brent Jones, etc. Great coach. To me, Brady has done it the longest with a group around him that has changed a lot. And that there really are no stars, except, I mean, Gronkowski's a great player, but there have no, been no great wide receivers and no great running backs, really. No, I think it's fair, Dave, other than the couple years with Randy Moss, as we know, and Wes Walker was a you know, contributor for sure. But, no, I, Dave, I think you're on, on point there. It's, uh, it's absolutely been amazing what Tom Brady's been able to do and, and the length of time now, a decade and a half. Now, think about that, a decade and a half of this. So, yes, it's a heck of a challenge for the Eagles to go up against Tom Brady. We know there's a lot of players out from New England. Does it create, well, yes, yeah, some additional opportunity for the Eagles? Certainly, but still an unbelievable challenge for that guy. If down. you're Bill Davis, Mr. Talk Show host, what are you doing in this game? What's your scheme? <laughs> First off, I think the criticism of Bill Davis in one regard is unfair. The fact that people are so heavily criticizing what happened with, you know, Eric Rowe and the coverage uh, in the second half of that game versus Detroit. The bottom line is a defensive coordinator has to mix and match. It's not as simple as just double-team one player every play. Because if you do that, it's going to be hard as heck to ever have a blitz. So you got people saying, hey, you got a blitz. you got people saying, hey, you got a double-team. Well, wait a minute. You can't have it both ways. Obviously, what Bill Davis is trying to do is mix and match. Now, as we know, Dave, in the process of mixing and matching the other day, the reality was there were times where Eric Rowe clearly got beat and got beat bad. So, But it, it's just not as simple as I think some people make it sound. With that said... The, the bottom line is that, you know, they, they've got to play better football. I think they've got to play some more inspired football. And the secondary, which really has struggled dramatically in the last couple of weeks, and this includes the safeties as well, they've got to play a lot better. Yeah, and the run game doesn't get excused in that of whole defense. Obviously, when you give up 45 points in back-to-back -back games, nobody gets a pass on that defensive side of the ball. Let's get you caught up with everything happening. We've got a great show for you today, Chip Kelly in studio. We take a deep look at the New England Patriots. Uh, but first, let's get you caught up on what's going on here at the NovaCare Complex. The players in full pads in the training facility today. We've got your 360 update right here. Hi everyone, I'm Alex Smith and this is your 360 update. Another rainy day here at the NovaCare Complex, but the Eagles did practice outside today as they get ready for the elements on Sunday in New England. The big story today centered around quarterback Sam Bradford, who said that barring any setbacks, he does expect to play on Sunday. Today we heard from Bradford and head coach Chip Kelly on how the Eagles quarterback has been progressing. You know, he threw the ball, and it was just good to see him get back out in the field and throw the ball. The thing that we'll see is can he, is there residual effects of him throwing it? How much, where, where's the soreness level and things like that? And we'll, we'll find that out a little bit more today. So it gets bigger as the week goes on. I mean, I hope so. <laughs> um, you know, I think barring any setbacks, you know, I expect to, but, you know, at the end of the day, that's going to be up to coach and the training staff if they feel that, you know, I'm ready to go out there and, and play at a high level. The Eagles may have lost three games in a row, but players inside the locker room are not putting their heads down. We heard from a number of players today who spoke about how the team is keeping their head up high heading into Sunday's game. I mean, obviously, we played really, really poorly the last couple of weeks. Um, and uh, you know, if we can come out here against a good New England team and put forth a good game and a good 
on, on a lot of our mistakes. Um, this can be a, a really good testing um, game for this team. Yes and no. I mean, yes in the fact that no one's going to put more pressure on us than we are. Um, we, we hear everyone talking, but at the same time, We've invested so much in ourselves and in this team throughout the offseason. No one works harder than us in the offseason. In a summer, uh, I'm in a summer training camp as well. No one works harder than us. So in that regard, we're going to put a lot of pressure on ourselves to be successful. Obviously, we're not up to par right now being 4-7, and seven, but um, we got a great opportunity uh, these last five games to kind of make a run. I'm trying to put that in the past now because we're on a new week um, and we got New England. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's frustrating because we feel like we have a great team. And, uh, you know, we just haven't showed it the last few weeks, but we got another opportunity this week to show it. So we can do it. You know, there's no there, there's no one that can stop us except ourselves. Yeah, obviously, the season, um, you know, it hasn't gone the, the way that we had hoped for. But, you know, with that being said, we're still in a position, um, you know, to get on a roll here and make the playoffs. But, you know, like you said, every game from here on out is critical, and I think we're all aware of that. That will wrap things up for this edition of the 360 Update. Be sure to stay tuned to PhiladelphiaEagles.com as we get the Eagles' first official injury report of the week and for all the latest Eagles news. Thanks so much, Alex. Lots to get to today on the show. We will have a little look with Chip Kelly at Bill Belichick, Tom Brady from the coaching standpoint. We've got some cover two for you. Chris McPherson and Howard Eskin on our air. We'll hear what he has to say about the Eagles at 4-7. and seven. But next up on 360 here, Eagles 360, Joe and I are going to take our deep dive, our first look at the New England Patriots. 10-1 and one with some new cast of characters around Tom Brady. They just signed Demaris Johnson. Could he be a factor in Sunday's game? Stay tuned. I got tickets, metro tickets. You need a metro ticket, talk to me, please. How do I even know these are real tickets? Yeah, you, you know, you just touch it. How do I know they're legit? Is this leather legit? I mean, how do we really know? It looks good, right? Is the metro paying you to do this? No, I'm paying myself. I gotta oh, make that profit. Makes more sense. Does a baby need a metro ticket? I'll give her one on me. These tickets, they're not stealing your soul. You can look at them. Man, nobody wants to buy tickets from a guy on the street. I don't understand. Not all memories happen under the tree. Shop now and get great deals on all the best brands. This week only, save 25% on select Nike, plus earn double points. Only at Sports Authority. It's game day in America. Across the country, fans are watching football in a whole new way. We join a league, we pick a team, and we compete like never before. Today, watching football is more exciting than ever. Because today, we FanDuel. Start today and join the millions who've already played FanDuel. Enter the promo code and we'll refund your entry fee if you don't win. We welcome you back to Eagles 360. Dave Spadaro, Joe DeCamera. In a moment, we'll take our first look at the New England Patriots. But right now, let's take a look at the Philadelphia Eagles' upcoming schedule. And that's presented by NFL Ticket Exchange, powered by Ticketmaster. For the only 100% verified way to buy or sell NFL tickets, visit NFL Ticket Exchange 
www.patriotsonsunday.com. Now we know it's the Patriots on Sunday, Joe, and we know it doesn't get a whole lot easier after that with LaShawn McCoy and the Buffalo Bills on a playoff drive visiting Lincoln Financial Field in a week and a half. Yeah, that, that game's going to be essential for this Eagles season to have a shot to, to become something. that The Eagles are absolutely going to have to beat the Buffalo Bills. Unfortunately, Dave, when you, when you think about the New England game, so many people just think it's going to be a flat-out loss. I mean, that's, that's the reality of how a lot of people view it, which means if it is a loss in those final four games, three of which are at home, the Eagles at that point would need to win three out of those four to get to seven wins, four out of four to get to eight wins. Obviously, seven maybe gives the Eagles a shot to win the division. Eight would put them in better shape, especially because those wins would involve beating Washington and the New York Giants, and then you start working some tiebreaker factors and, and stuff of that nature. But without question, as Dave said, playing LaShawn McCoy in two weeks, as the Eagles will, it's an absolutely essential game, Dave. Yeah, I'm not. It's just so hard to look down the line. I mean, we've been doing it all season, and it really hasn't worked. So let's take a look at the first look at the New England Patriots. We start at the quarterback position. Tom Brady, the marquee player in the National Football League. We've talked about how great he is. The big story here is the Eagles with Sam Bradford, hopefully having no setbacks the rest of the week and getting his start. Joe, what could that mean for the Eagles' offense? I think it can mean a better offense. Uh, Bradford was not, uh, certainly by any standard, the what the Eagles, I, I think, fully were hoping for in the acquisition. Essentially a big upgrade over Nick Foles. That, that did not happen, but there's no doubt that Bradford was playing better before his injury, especially in those final couple games before he got hurt, playing better than what Sanchez then came in and played as. And, you know, you go back to Bradford's injury, Eagles leading at the time, and, and it was two and a half games ago, and we know what happened with three losses since then. So you get Bradford in there, you hope you have a surge up, which I, I think the Eagles would. Hopefully he's, you know, healthy enough and the, and the, and the squad can respond. Uh, Tom Brady, 28 touchdown passes, just four interceptions. Remarkable. How about the running back position? The Patriots earlier this year really relying on Deion Lewis, former Eagle, quite a bit. He's out for the season. Garrett Blunt brings it. He's a former, former Oregon player, hard-running guy, power back. Eagles have not stopped the run really very well at all the last three weeks. Yeah, that's got to improve a lot. I mean, you want to talk about the, the biggest area where I think the Eagles have, have regressed the most dramatically in the last couple of weeks. It's the run defense. And so, yes, Blunt, you know, with, with an opportunity here, the way he runs, the style of his running. And let's face facts, so much of the Patriots' rushing success through the years has been predicated on the fact that defenses are built to stop Tom Brady's passing game. I mean, that's, you know, it's, it's obviously very simple the way that works in football schematically with how teams match up against each other. Now, when you talk about the Patriots receivers being out, it could be a, a spot where uh, there's going to be more emphasis defensively for the Eagles to stop Blunt and give the Eagles a better chance in that regard. But as we know through the years, Dave, Bill Belichick and Tom Brady are so phenomenal at adapting their, their approach week by week, quarter by quarter, to the matchup they have. They just roll. They find your weakness, they and they go after it, and they go after it, and they go after it, and they go after it again. All right, let's take a look at wide receiver. For the Eagles, Jordan Matthews has been a productive player for the most part this season. There have been some ups and downs for him as far as drops. And for the New England Patriots, skeleton crew, Brandon LaFell, former LSU Big-time star there has really matured with New England. He's been a dependable receiver, not a game-breaker at all. But he can get down the field. He's got some size. He'll break some tackles. And interesting to see how the Eagles work it with Byron Maxwell on one side, Eric Rowe on the other side. I imagine that no matter where Eric Rowe is on the field, Tom Brady's going to find him and throw at him. Yeah, no, I, I don't think there's any question. He'll be targeted and targeted often. And last week was tough. Uh, there's no doubt about it for Eric Rowe stepping in there. He struggled. 
you know, I also thought it was noteworthy that, you know, the play at the goal line when uh, Byron Maxwell was off the field and Malcolm Jenkins was in, on the field. You, you really, I think, want to see Byron Maxwell in those spots uh, against the receiver as good as Calvin Johnson. So, again, the, the Eagles cornerbacks have got to be better. The safeties have got to be better. When we talk about the Patriots wide receivers, Dave, you know, obviously part of why you mentioned the receivers that you mentioned and, and not others is because there's some quality players that are out. Yeah, we don't know about Danny Amendola. No. We know that Julian Edelman is not going to play. Um, I'm not, again, not sure it really matters a whole lot to Tom Brady. He gets back, gets rid of the football, <laughs> puts it in the right spot. And when you wonder who makes a player better, does a wide receiver make a quarterback better, does a quarterback make a wide receiver better, I think it's very obvious in this case that the quarterbacks make the wide receivers much, much better. Tight end for the Philadelphia Eagles. Brent Selleck has been coming on, another touchdown against Detroit. The veteran just keeps chugging along. All of a sudden, he's having a really good season. Yeah, listen, Selleck's been a fantastic Eagle through the years, you know, now going on, you know, almost a decade. And, uh, certainly one of the better Eagles for sure in that span of time and still playing at a high level, still blocking well and, and contributing more and more in the passing attack over the last couple of weeks. So it's good to see Brent doing his thing. And Zach Ertz, you know, we know uh, a contributor for sure as well. It'll be interesting to see down the stretch here if Chip looks to prioritize having more two tight end formations. He's, he's certainly been doing it more as the season's gone on. But you wonder at this point with the struggles of the outside wide receivers if it'll happen even more. Getting Darren Sproles also involved in the passing game. Talking about that for two years. Yeah, we yeah. have. We have, and it hasn't hasn't happened as yeah. much as you want to see. And say. watch out for Scott Chandler, really good tall target for the Patriots, and he will be used particularly in the red zone for uh, Tom Brady, who obviously misses Rob Gronkowski. We don't expect Gronkowski to play, although you never know with Gronk. He might pull up Willis Reed. And, are you too young for Willis Reed? Uh, well, I, I wasn't born okay, at that right, right, time, right. but I certainly know. You but here, Willis Reed. Here's what I do know. No Gronkowski is a big thing. I mean, Gronkowski is, uh, I think, the best tight end in football. And you know, look, I don't say this about too many people. It pops up from, from time to time. Gronkowski is a player that if he continues on the rate he's been and stays, you know, relatively injury-free for, uh, for a long period of time, done. which he hasn't done, but uh, if he can sustain it enough, is a guy headed to the Hall of Fame. I mean, that's, that's how good he is. There's no question, as Dave mentioned, Tom Brady makes the receivers in large measure what they are, but that doesn't apply to Gronkowski specifically. Certainly Brady makes Gronkowski better than he would be if Brady didn't exist, but not to the same extent as he does with the wide receivers. Gronkowski on his own is fully legit, and so him not being in the game, you know, listen, we remember their struggles in some playoff spots when he was injured a couple of years ago. So New England without Gronkowski's... And we have know. to see if the Eagles' offense can take advantage of a Patriots defense without linebackers Dante Hightower and Jamie Collins. Big losses for New England's defense. Of course, the Eagles' defense struggling mightily in losses to Detroit and the week before to Tampa Bay. So that's your first look at the New England Patriots. They're pretty darn good. And you know that that coaching staff will have the Patriots ready to rebound after Sunday night's loss to the Denver Broncos. When we return to Eagles 360, we're taking a little cover two look. Tim McManus from Birds 24-7 and Howard Eskin from Fox Philadelphia. Join Chris McPherson to talk Eagles. Catch holiday cookie cheer on the tip of your tongue with Dunkin' Donuts holiday cookie-flavored coffees, lattes, and macchiatos. Enjoy every sip of the new Snickerdoodle Macchiato. America runs on Dunkin'. Electrolytes to replenish.
everything you need to keep sweating. Hi, my name is Jim Taylor. I've been with Acme for 34 years. Our Lancaster brand beef is the best around. We cut our meat fresh every day. We actually have customers come from other stores just for our meat. Freshness is our number one priority. No one beats our fresh fish. We have the freshest apple, the crispiest lettuce. Fresh produce is what we do. We do the best cake decorating in the area, hands down. 123 years strong. Come on in, you'll see the changes, you'll feel it, you'll love it. Philly. I sup the Philly. The bus. The trolley. Regional rail. I sup the Philly. The 17 to training. Broad Street Line. To my parkway. Market Frankfurt Line. All night. Love the Eagles? We'll play the new instant game from the Pennsylvania Lottery. Players must be 18 or older. Please play responsibly. We welcome you back, Eagles insider Dave Spadaro, along with Joe DeCamera. Time for us to step aside. Chris McPherson, time for him to get it done in Cover 2. Hello, everyone. I'm Chris McPherson, and welcome to this week's edition of Cover 2 here on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. We're going to fix the Philadelphia Eagles. Losers of three straight games. They're going into Foxborough, New England, and we're going to figure out how they can get a victory. And to help me project that, I brought in Tim McManus from Birds 24-7 and Howard Eskin, Sideline reporter for Sports Radio 94 WIP's broadcast of the Eagles games as well as a sports anchor for Fox 29. Now, guys, I kind of maybe threw you into a trap there. Didn't tell you right off the bat we're going to explain how the Eagles will win this game. All right, so this segment's going to be, what, an hour and a half? We're going to fix everything right here. Right. So, But, Tim, you get to start things off. Bigger <laughs> issues, offensive side or defensive side, after the recent three-game slide by the Eagles? I think that the... Bigger problems, the more systemic problems, are on the offensive side. You know, defensively, this was a pretty good unit for the first half of the season that has obviously hit a skid in a, in a major way. But when you're talking about talent, I think it's still there. You know, that's a pretty decent front seven. And even the secondary, though, it's been much maligned and has been given up big plays, most notably to Calvin Johnson last week, overall hasn't been that bad and doesn't have a kind of a down talent level. Whereas on the offense, you know, the offensive line, it's, it's hard to get that right. Uh, the wide receivers, it's hard to make them appreciably better. So I would say that the bigger issues is on the offensive side long term. Howard, agree or disagree? Uh, I don't actually agree because uh, you can't give up 45 points in two straight weeks and say, well, the defense is okay. That just my point. You got Byron Maxwell, who I think between us, we could probably do a better job of touching people to try to tackle. Uh, I mean, I'm just trying to be honest. Do you want me to be honest? I'm being honest. Uh, and uh, they're not getting a pass rush. They're not getting turnovers, which may create uh, uh, the pass rush, may create the turnovers. So if you don't get turnovers, when I look at Seattle, they beat Pittsburgh, and they scored a lot of points, but I think the turnovers created 21 points for Seattle in last week's game against Pittsburgh. You need that, and I think the last two or three weeks, they haven't gotten a turnover. That's just it's terrible. I mean, I would count the safety, so I'll give them one in the Miami game. That could count it, but it doesn't officially count as a turnover. However, they just need, and now without Nolan Carroll, who wasn't a pro bowler, but he certainly cuts you down with the depth issue. Alonzo uh, is really not the same player as we saw before he went out injured. So I don't think the linebackers are giving him uh, what they gave them before. I need You need some turnovers, and there's no question. You're right about the offensive line. Quarterback situation is up in flux. Uh, the running game's not there, combination of things. 
because a lot of things aren't happening on offense. The reality is the team needs players in a lot of areas, whether it's offense or defense. But to, to, to your question, I would point to the defense first. Um, you need some players, and they just right now don't have the players uh, that are getting the job done. All right, Tim, going to the offense. Sam Bradford should make his return this Sunday against New England. What would he bring to the offense? Will he give it a spark and be able to help maybe try to stem the tide, so to speak? Yeah, I think that it's going to look like a, a cleaner operation overall, and I think that there will be a little bit more juice within the team. I'm not going to draw a direct comparison and correlation to the fact that they gave up 45 points and they looked like a mess when Bradford was out of the lineup. But there is kind of a sense, I think, around this locker room right now where they just have been zapped. And so I don't think the Sam Bradford injury helped them in that respect. I mean, you get worn down. And this is why I point more to the offense and think that some of the defensive problems relate actually back to the offense, Howard, because if you have a, an offense that has, is inept week after week, that is doing these quick three and outs right back on the field, if the, if the number of plays are getting logged more and more on the defensive side, eventually I think that's going to suck some life out of you. And that's basically what we saw the last two weeks against Tampa Bay and against Detroit. Now Bradford comes in, and he's not going to be a cure-all, but I do think that there's going to be a little bit more energy to the team with him in there. Yeah, and I agree that Bradford will make things better. He's, he's obviously, Mark is a good back, Mark Sanchez is a good backup, but Sam Bradford has to be the guy that the Eagles traded for and has to generate some offense with the passing game. And, I mean, that's part of it, but it wasn't the offense that created that, what was it, a 15-play, 10-minute drive, that Tampa had to start the second half. So the offense didn't go three and out to start that drive. And I know that uh, you guys are all, oh, well, if the offense goes three and out, you is guys. the defense warrant? I'm talking about the... Uh, uh, the well, you can uh, say uh, me. I, I, I believe that the, yeah. the tempo has an adverse effect. But, Absolutely. But Bill Davis pointed out this week that they still had the same amount of uh, defensive series that are the average so it's not, they're just not getting it done. That, that's, What's he going to say, though? Is he going to point the finger to Chip and say, yeah, he's got to slow it down? I mean, there's people on this team that believe that it needs to be, that needs to be slowed down. And year after year after year, they're last in snaps against. Okay, so under I'm going to ask you this so question. That's all, so that's all if in the, the if day? They, if they huddle, <laughs> do they have the players to make it happen if they have a huddle? And so, so you're playing defensive. You're, you're playing offense defensively you're catering to, to the strength of your team well so you're limiting the exposure that your defense is yeah but getting. your defense isn't your strength right now well not anymore it's not because it's it's been beaten I down I, well see it's been beaten down because they're not getting it done because the players on that side of the ball aren't getting it done i don't believe they're worn out i hey listen it's only a 60 minute game even if it's three and out they're coming they're high level athletes that got to stop the other team and got to put the offense in position to give them a chance. Now, there's been a few games where they put them in position and they haven't scored touchdowns. And that, I agree, that is is a problem as well. But I, hey, listen, whatever they do, the huddle's not going to change it. You got to have, you got to make plays. And I don't care how you make them, you got to make plays. And right now, the team's not making plays. All right, Howard. Last thoughts here. How do the Eagles beat the Patriots? Pray. Uh, <laughs> Tom Brady gets knocked out in the first series. How's that? How's that for a? How's that for a reason? Hey, I actually think it can be close. Now, with a lot of breaks and turnovers, and you're not going to get them from Tom Brady. And the reason I think it's going to be close is because one of the reasons the Patriots have lost a lot of their offense with the receivers, and Gronkowski won't play. Uh, uh, Lewis, all of a sudden, now he's a star. He wasn't with the Eagles, but now he was a star with them. 
but whatever, they just plug people in. But there's a point where you can't keep on plugging people in and hope it's going to work. So I don't think the Patriots will score a lot. If they do, the defense really has got to be skewered here. But I think that's a reason they can keep it close. Can they win? Hey, listen, A.J. Feely went in there. How many years ago was that? 2007. Yeah, and, and almost did it. Now, that's, a, that's past history, and that's a long time ago, and nobody had any expectations. I think the Eagles were like a 14-point underdog that game. They're 10 this week. They can keep it close, and miracles, miracle. Tim, you get the final word. All right, well, I think if the pass rush, it's really going to come down to that, and Howard, you rightly hit on that, that the pass rush has been pretty much non-existent recently, and that's a big part of their issues. If they can generate a rush on Tom Brady, then they have a chance. If they don't, they have none. Even if, even if the weapons are depleted, and they are for the Patriots, Brady can still carve you apart, and he will if you give him time. So if the pass rush can get home, then maybe they got a shot. He's Tim McMaster from Birds 24-7. He's Howard Eskin from Fox 29 and Sports Radio 94 WIP. And I'm Chris McPherson. Thank you very much for joining us in this week's edition of Cover 2 here on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. Thanks so much, guys. When we return to Eagles 360, head coach Chip Kelly in studio. A lot of talk about New England. Just how good are they? Well, Coach Kelly fills us in. Experience the power of physical therapy at NovaCare Rehabilitation. We know the importance of an active lifestyle. If you're currently injured, let us bring that active lifestyle back to you. NovaCare is the exclusive provider of physical therapy to the Philadelphia Eagles. And with more than 100 convenient locations throughout Philadelphia and South Jersey, go to NovaCare.com today and request an appointment online or call 800-770-6682. The Eagles choose NovaCare, so can you NovaCare. The power of physical therapy. One day, a rider made a decision. The decision to ride on and save money. He decided to save money by switching his motorcycle insurance to GEICO. There's no shame in saving money. Ride on, ride proud. GEICO Motorcycle. Great rates for great rides. Be the playmaker in Madden 16, available now. We welcome you to our exclusive one-on-one -on -one with head coach Chip Kelly, presented by Wawa, the Eagles, and the Patriots this week. I want to start on the sidelines first, coach. And I know you love the game. You love the challenge of, of coaching against the best minds in, in the football world. What, what's that like for you every week? I don't, you know, you probably think of it in retrospect after the game is over, but really your focus is just going against a really good Patriots team, you know, that, and I've said before, they have a Hall of Fame coach, but they also have a Hall of Fame quarterback. So, you know, really that matchup with our defense versus as good a quarterback to ever play the game, I think that's the, that's the real challenge for us. Let's talk about Coach Belichick. What's he do so well that has made him so successful year after year? I think his teams are just always prepared, no matter what the situation is in terms of the players that he has available to him. He puts his players in position to make plays, and, and they do. I mean, his success record especially in New England, is just you know kind of off the charts in terms of how many games they've won, how many championships they've won. So 
Um, but just always does a good job of putting his players in position to make plays. Over the years, the, no matter the personnel, Tom Brady has won games, moved that offense, had success. What is so good about Tom Brady? Uh, you know, he's everything you want in a quarterback. He's got repetitive accuracy. He's extremely tough. Um, he's seen it all. You know, any coverage ever thrown at him, every front, any uh, any blitz that can be brought to him, he's seen it before and can recall it. Um, gets really runs the offense on the field and checks plays, checks protections, and um, you know, I think. Uh, but I think. Yeah, a lot of quarterbacks have the intelligent factor, that, but then to have the toughness he has and the, and the competitiveness he has and the accuracy he has is what kind of separates him. What do they do so well from a scheme standpoint offensively? It's just they're, they're always in the right play because he's calling plays on the line of scrimmage. So. It is early in the training week. We don't know whether Sam Bradford will play on Sunday. just wanted to ask you what kind of progress you saw from him before his injury. It seemed like he was getting better and better and better. He was, you know, and it's just a maturation project. You're talking about Tom who's been in the same offense for 15, 16 years now, and, and Sam's been in our offense for 15, 16 weeks, you know, if you count preseason. So, but I've, we've seen him get better um, on a weekly basis. You know, he, he played really well against Dallas, was playing well against Miami before he got injured, um, just getting more comfortable in terms of the scheme and um, understanding the protections and knowing where people are. He's obviously got a tremendous skill set, but you could just see him kind of the game slowing down for him. The offensive line has had some in and outs with players being up and down and hurt. And, I wondered, if, has that been a setback in terms of not having a continuity? I mean, we don't use any injuries as any excuse. Everybody in the National Football League has lost players at this point in time. So you just prepare the players you have and, and go play them as they come. Passing game, what have you seen from the Eagles of late? Um, you know, again, we've, we've been a little bit inconsistent. I think we're catching the ball better um, than we did earlier in the year. You know, obviously our drops are down from where they were earlier in the season. Um, you know, and we're, we're moving the ball through the air. I think we had some guys, Trey Burton stepped up and had a nice, had a nice couple plays for us on uh, Thursday against the Lions. You know, some guys are filling in there with Zach being out. Um, but, you know, I've seen improvement there in our passing game. On the defensive side, the rookie Eric Rowe has more responsibility at cornerback. What are some of the challenges that a young guy like that has as he matures his game? Just getting used to the, the game itself. You know, you're, you're playing against... Um, great players week in and week out. You know, we got matched up with Calvin Johnson there in the second half a little bit when uh, when Nolan went down. Um, you know, and, and just getting a feel for the, the speed and the timing of the game, you know, because you're out there on a full-time basis. Back to Tom Brady just a bit. He's not going to be fooled by anything that he sees. So what do you emphasize to the defensive players when you when you play? Are there points of emphasis against a guy like that? Well, you have to be sound. You know, you, you're not going to fool him and come up with something that he's never seen and say, hey, we, if we do this, we're going to trick him. You know, you're not going to trick him. You've got to be sound. Um, you got to contest every throw. You need to generate a pass rush so that he doesn't have time to, to, to just kind of pick you apart so the ball get the ball to come out of his hands quickly. And then as the ball's thrown, we need, we need to rally to the ball. And if it is completed, we need to tackle really well. Coach, thanks very much. Good luck on Sunday. Thanks for joining us on our exclusive one-on-one -on -one with head coach Chip Kelly, presented by Wawa. Now stay tuned for more with Eagles 360. I step to Philly. I step to Philly. The bus. The trolley. Regional rail. I step to Philly. The 17 to training. Broad Street Line. To my parkway. Market Frankfurt Line. All night. Give me more chips. Fellas. I'm sorry. <laughs> we were daydreaming. About that VIP tailgate and game tickets? Uh, yeah. And that pregame sideline experience. Exactly. Or even Eagle season tickets. How do you know? 
You both have the new instant game from the Pennsylvania Lottery. Yeah, the Eagles instant game with top prizes of 50 grand. And second chance prizes, including season tickets. The Pennsylvania Lottery. Bring your dreams to life. What makes a temple owl? Meet Stella. She's wise, fierce, and she's not alone. Temple University, where owls call home. We are the cherry and white. The city is our classroom, and we lead the rush hour, making our mark on every field around the world. A world without Temple, well, that's like the sky without the North Star. Temple, never stopping. Dunkin's new sweet black pepper bacon sandwich with double the slices of caramelized crispy peppered bacon. It's the bacon experience you've been waiting for. Bacon up. America runs on Dunkin'. Try a one-week fantasy football league on FanDuel today. Home to more winners than any other site. Go to FanDuel.com for your free account now. Eagles insider Dave Spadaro along with Joe DeCamera. Some final thoughts here, Joe, on what you think you're going to see on Sunday, Eagles-Patriots. In the end, I think I'm going to see a loss from the Eagles because that's what happens when you face a 10-1 team where Tom Brady's on the other side. New England's very motivated coming off that loss to Denver and certainly still in a, in a fight with five games for them to go in their season to try to capture home field advantage in the AFC. And we know, you know through the years how significant that, that's been. You just go back two years ago and you know, Tom Brady loses to Peyton Manning on the road in an AFC championship game. So certainly he's going to be extremely motivated. Now, when we step back from what a lot of us think will be the inevitable situation at the end of the game on Sunday day, which, you know, again, a lot of people think will be a loss. What, what, do the Eagles, what do the Eagles have to do to try to prevent that from happening? Well, obviously play better football on both sides of the ball. Defensively, they've got to shore up the, the, the run defense, which has been a, a big problem. The cornerbacks and safeties have got to play a lot. I've got a long list here, by the way. Cornerbacks and yeah, safeties got to really, play a lot getting, better. I'm getting that impression. <laughs> the yeah. offensive line offensively has to uh, both run block and pass block better. The quarterback position, whoever plays, you know, hopefully it's Bradford, has to be better. Wait, I, can you tell us what doesn't have to be better? Fletcher Cox does not need to play better there football. You go. Everything else got to so be better. So 52 other guys play better. Fletcher Cox, keep go. doing what you're doing, buddy. Okay. And by the way, I'm calling <laughs> Eagles 24, Patriots 13. You heard it here first. Well, good luck with that. Thing. Shocked. Hey, man, I'm, 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 I'm an optimist. What is coming up on PhiladelphiaEagles.com? Well, Eagles 360 tomorrow. It's our on-the-menu segment with uh, Amorosos. Uh, we've got 360 for you tomorrow. Glenn McNown studio. His bold predictions, which are bold, brash, and often wrong. We go with the Merrill Reese portion of the show. I mean, it's just great to hear from Merrill. He was very critical of the Eagles against the Lions, deservedly so. We'll get him in studio. And we go behind enemy lines, Chris McPherson, talking with the guys in New England who absolutely adore this football team that just wins and wins and wins. Joe, here's the thing all you need to know. The NFL is about quarterbacks and coaching, okay? Quarterbacks and coaching, and there's no better demonstration of that than the New England Patriots. They've got the quarterback, their coaches make everything around them better, and that's why the Patriots win. It's very simple. Let me ask you one question here. Yeah. Through the years, decade and a half now, and I don't know the answer to this, the Patriots' success obviously primarily is Dave's meshing, the quarterback and the coaching. Give me a percentage breakdown. Belichick Brady, who is more responsible? Belichick. Belichick more? Took a six I don't know or, about that. He took a sixth-round draft pick and made him into a Hall of Fame best-ever quarterback. And when you take quarterbacks and put them in the wrong system around the wrong coaches, those players, whether they're first-round picks, as we saw with Tim Couch, 
or second pick overalls like Donovan McNabb, who came to the right system, a stable coaching staff, a good offensive line, good enough weapons around him, organizational stability, that plays a huge part in the development of a player. Yeah, I, look, so I, Bill Belichick, is your, your head coach is your CEO of the franchise. He is your number one most valued asset. Was Walsh more important to San Fran than Montana? Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Dave might be right. He might be wrong. I mean, there's something to be said for the Bill best Walsh player. Bill Walsh won without, without uh, you know, <laughs> without uh, <laughs> Montana as well. It helped to have Steve Young pop in there from, for a well, couple games. Well, everybody, where was Steve Young before that? He was such a, he was so great. He was in the USFL. Well, right? Because he was coveted, but yeah. Okay. We can talk about it another I got time. you there on that one. For Joe DeCamera, Dave Spadaro, we thank you for joining us on Eagles 360. Have yourselves a great Eagles day.